there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. I'm Andrew Saltmarsh. I am Luke Robertson. And I'm Cam Smith. Uh, so today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about grammar. Yes. Grammar? Oh, here we go. <laughs> what a japester. <laughs> Remember before when we were like, let's keep it tight today? Yeah, yeah. I, as soon as Cam, you said grammar, I was like, man, Salty is going to say grammar. <laughs> and it happened. So there we go. Uh, grammar. Grammar. So, Cam, this is something that you wanted to talk about. Well, it's a bloody, it's a rich subject. Uh, so, I want to, I think I got something, I think I found stuff that was completely different to you and I'm not <laughs> sure what I was supposed to be looking for. Right. Um, that's, I got so much garbage. That's the beauty of this podcast. Okay. All right. No, so here's the real beauty of this podcast. When people have been, I've seen people recommending this podcast saying it's good. Yeah. That's their personal opinion. Yeah. Many people. Mm. I don't necessarily agree, but <laughs> what what people have been saying in our defence is that we live in a world where some real cooked units mm-hmm. are at the wheel mm-hmm. at the present moment. So people like Alex Jones have the ear of the president. Yep. They're like his cabinet's filled with some real units. Mm. Uh, and sort of some of the stuff we're talking about is the stuff they believe and it's good to know what the people who are so close to power believe. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sometimes we've gone a little bit off track. Things have taken a slight satanic turn yep. at times. Uh, but one thing that really underpins a lot of modern far-right conspiracy theory is grammar. I don't know... Okay. No, that's cool. Uh, interesting. All right. Well, I'll tell you my two things and then you can tell us okay. what you <laughs> All right. So to my understanding, there are two main threads to how grammar is important yeah. in the world of conspiracy. Okay. Uh, the first one is, I don't know if you remember Jared Lee Loughner. He shot the, I think it's Senator Gabby Giffords oh, yeah. and yeah. a few other people. It was sort of a big deal. because A couple think, of years back, was it? Yeah. And it was like it was the first sort of 
attempt on the life of a sitting politician for right. a while. And there was also a bit of controversy because there'd been, I think her um, her opposition had like put out ads with her in the crosshairs and et cetera. And then this guy actually went out and shot her. But his bugbear was grammar and also that she was a woman and she hadn't treated him with the respect he felt that he deserved. As a man. when Yeah, as a man. When he went to her and said, oh, we've got to do something about the grammar. She was like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, really? Anyway, his thing was grammar and his thing with grammar was that grammar is a tool of mind control. Mm. Now, this is a... <laughs> This is the tricky one to wrap your head around at the best of times. Yeah. I tried to explain it to Salty the other day. I felt like we got there. Yeah. But as I explained it to you, I was like, oh, don't look forward to explaining this to Robbo. <laughs> <laughs> He's way stupider than Salty. Is that what you're thinking? So basically the no, way it Not worked, denying it. That's no. fine. Basically the way it's supposed to work is that there's we're taught grammar. We get language and all of the rules of it put into our heads through the entire system, the education system, just society mm-hmm. says this is the way that language works. Mm-hmm. This is how grammar is, grammar is the law of the language. So because of that, your thought, your thinking is restricted. You're not capable of thinking sort of the higher thoughts of real of waking up and realising because you're so restricted by the, these rules. Mm. The only way to wake up is to think outside of those rules. Yeah. Yep. You're with me? Yeah. Mm. So, so I, what, I, I, what I guess, I'm saying is Jared Lee Loughner was making a lot of sense. Yeah. Even though he seems crazy, it has an internal logic at least. Mm. Yeah, okay. So basically the little girl hugging the space heater, yeah. thinking it's a robot, she hasn't learned the rules of grammar. So in her world, she's got so much going on that she loves space heater thinking it's a robot yeah. until she go, goes to school. And we fucking shut her down and she'll hate robots. Yeah. Mm. Thanks for massively dating this podcast. <laughs> like, if people are listening to this after the robot takeover, they're like, what is he talking about? Why would a little girl hug a robot? Even at one week's time when no one remembers that video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Does this have, any, have anything to do with quantum grammar? So quantum- This is what I sort of, yeah, come across. Okay. So this is this is like advanced quantum grammar. Yeah. Like Jared Lee Loughner and all this mind control stuff and other people believe in this mind control stuff. That all does come from this quantum grammar stuff, which was come up with by a guy called David Lynn Miller. Okay. And that's the other sort of side of it. That's the slightly less cooked but still incredibly cooked but also much more relevant to the people who sort of have the ear of people now which is that what you didn't realise is that there's all of this hidden law and hidden grammar stuff going on in everyday writing that is forcing you into contracts that you didn't realise you were in with the government and the shadow government Mm. and things. So that's that's these people that think that if they don't sort of buy into that shit, they are somehow exempt from those laws. Well, you have mm-hmm. to actively opt out of it. Yeah. Okay. And the way to opt out of it is to not write your name down probably. <laughs> at all. The idea is that the, the shadow government or whatever have le- leveraged every human person and all of their work efforts and labour against a debt, right? Yeah. A debt to the, the federal bank's debt or something. So everyone who's born mm. is collateral yeah. for the government. Yeah. 
And these are people who have figured out that, hey, hang on, we can we can get out of our eternal life debt to the government by putting some dots in our name. So and that's what it takes. Our, putting our fingerprint on there. And, yeah, right. Well, that's like at your most basic bitch level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it takes. Yeah. Uh, you. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Cam. <laughs> so, yeah. So if you can just, just not bring your basic bitch. I'll just stop being yeah, such a basic yes. bitch on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Cam. No, no. But you put the dots in your name. Like you put colons in your name. So the difference between writing your name down Andrew Saltmarsh and writing your name down colon Andrew semicolon saltmarsh hyphen there, there is a difference apparently yeah. and the yeah. difference is when you just write your name down that's just that's the legal fiction that's the thing that has the the debt that's the bank account that the yeah. shadow government has that's what you're referring to there you're referring to that shadow debt yeah when you put your name down with all the cooked punctuation in it you're saying this is not a reference to that that is this is a reference to me the living being in this moment, here and now, in the present, not written down, the actual person is what this represents. Okay. And you can't put someone who is in the here and now, in the present, in this space, in this physical moment, on this plane of existence, into a shadow debt because they're not in a bloody piece of paper, are they? They're walking around. Okay. This Now, Luke, I know what you're thinking. Surely it's more complicated than that. And that's where you get to the more advanced level where the other thing you have to do, like if you were doing that and mm. you were like, oh, that, this is fine, I'm out of it now, there would be people who are like, you fucking idiot. Don't you realise you have to send hundreds of pages of documents to the police explaining to them how you're not bound by their yeah, laws their anymore? Laws. I So pertinent to this, I saw uh, a New Zealand video which obviously caught my attention being a New Zealander myself, mm. about I think it might have been a Māori land claim where yeah. one of the – did you see this one? No, but I know exactly – well, I know what it's going to be because this is sort of a – Famous? Prob- well, it's a problematic thing in like Indigenous stuff in Australia. And I'm okay. going to say it's probably the same in New Zealand. So, so this clearly one dude had kind of gotten to them and like sold them on the idea that this stupid grammar thing – made sense and it would help them in the court of law. Mm. And so he suddenly was like, it was just like a snake oil salesman. Like he had a fucking ponytail and he was a bit tubby and he had a leather jacket, like a leather jacket and just like, just didn't look like anyone you would want to trust representing you in the court of law. Yeah. And he ended up um, like, yeah, he had a little film crew with him and they were filming his attempts to get them off the hook. Yeah. And using this and, and then the cops come and like, you can't film in court. Like, you know, can you just wrap this up? And he's like, well, you don't have the law here. Who's authority? And they're like, just the rules. Yeah. Ah, see whose rules. And it kind of went back and forward and the cops were being so polite. And then this guy just kept on escalating it and being like, just an absolute fuckwit about stuff that in the cop, stuff the cops didn't even understand he was going on about cause he was just talking garbage. Yeah. And then it ended, it was really dumb. Yeah. So uh, there's a similar thing that – a similar sort of thing happens in Australia a bit. There's a few of these snake oil salesmen. Mm. Although in their defence, I will say, these guys try to do it themselves. Like when they get in trouble, they try the same shit mm. and they go to jail as well. Yeah. So it's like, is it is it that bad to sell snake oil to <laughs> people if you're like, oh, this snake oil tastes pretty good? 
the but yeah, there's like in like indigenous they sort of prey on indigenous people because you can sort of tie it into the idea that uh, you're not bound to like English law mm. then, so that's a little bit of a hook, mm. which is fair enough. But yeah, in the states they don't quite have that. A lot of it is around uh, maritime law. Okay. So they say the only law that applies is maritime The laws law. of the sea. Well, mm. it's because I didn't actually realise this until doing research for this. The reason they're so into maritime law is because Earth is a vessel floating in space, so only maritime law applies. And okay. then I think you there's like some... Admiral, ad, like some flag things. Yeah, apparently, the, apparently the uh, and this might have just been a US thing. I'm not sure about here, but in America, the US flag with a gold fringe around it is the maritime flag, and that flag hangs in every courtroom in America. So when you go to court in America, you're always being dealt with under maritime law because that's the flag that hangs up there. Because the government is like, we don't want people to use this against us. But we have to. We ourselves have to abide by the maritime law, and part of that is you got to fly the bloody maritime flag in the court. So all of the other flags and all the other symbolism in court are rendered moot by the one flag, the, one the, the maritime, maritime flag, flag which yeah. I think hangs at the back of the courtroom or whatever. Okay, so if you go to court in the United States, you just yell maritime law. Yeah, yeah, and then what? They just let you off. Well, the beauty of maritime law is like as long as you haven't done a maritime crime. Ah, Very yeah. little of maritime law applies to like stuff you do on the land. Yeah, like right. General traffic things. Yeah. So car car traffic infringements don't happen out at sea. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to pay tax. Whereas if you board and loop someone's ship, yeah, then you're probably a crossing bit shipping channels <laughs> <laughs> illegally. Yeah, you I do. I do that all the time as well. So. Yeah, just watch out. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, there was a guy who was. It was New Zealand, um, like 10-7 or whatever it is. Uh, I think Australian viewers will recognise that show. Australian viewers, Australian listeners. Yeah. Uh, and New Zealanders definitely will. And it was just a drunk guy in the streets who was talking about um, free man law, mm. which is all related to this. And the cops are just like, I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. And he's like, nah, I'm free under free man law. Free man. And he's just fucking drunk <laughs> and stumbling around. And they handcuffed him and put him in the car and he was in jail in the jail cell and they're just like, look, mate, you're drunk. Just call it off. And he's like, nah, free man law. Take a run, bitch. Take a run. And they just like <laughs> locked him in. <laughs> and then it's just like he was charged and then got let off the next day with diversion. Speaking of classic police reality television moments, yeah. just waiting for a mate. Tried some of this stuff. I don't know if you remember this. No. Just he tried. He mate. tried it on. Okay. That people don't remember it because they're like, "Oh, waiting for a mate." What a classic line. Mm. Yeah. He was trying this stuff as well. He was like trying to get them to admit that they had no authority. Right. What's just waiting for a mate? Holy. That, oh rings, a, that rings a bell, but I can't remember what it is. Holy shit! Can we get a, an Australian in here? Yeah. There no, was like it was on whatever the Australian equivalent of Police Ten Seven uh, is. Okay. There's a drunk guy sitting in his car and the front of his car is obviously wrecked in. <laughs> yeah. No, I have seen this. And yeah. he's like, What's, what are you doing? He goes, just wait for a mate. He goes, what happened to your car? What do you mean? <laughs> it's all wrecked. No, it's not. <laughs> what are you doing? Just wait for a mate. What's your mate's name? John. John what? Don't know. What you, I'm just waiting for a mate. And he's just like denying that he was even driving his car. Yeah, he's parked like. 
up on a median strip or something in a car park with this, like, this trashed front end. So, so he tried the grammar free law. Yeah. Yeah, he tried it on. have authority. They didn't go for it. Really? It didn't work? No. no. Jeez. It doesn't sound like this is very effective then. No. no. But yeah, that um, that David David Windmiller, the quantum grammar guy. Yep. I think he's like the main dude. But he also, he sells like a $200 booklet that has all of these words that you shouldn't use. Yeah. And it's got like all of the different synonyms that you should use instead of them. Okay. It's but, like, if no one knows this other than a bunch of cooked units, like, people are just going to ignore him and lock him up, right? The shadow government knows, though. If you just get the right – if you can just get it – To the right people. Yeah. If you can just use the right words, then you can get out of anything. People that the shadow government are looking out for. Just waiting for a mate. Yep. Drunk dude in New Zealand. Yep. <laughs> um, snake or salesman. They're pretty high on the list. If I was in the shadow government, I'd be – there, want to help there was another opt-out thing where I saw, I don't remember what it was, but if you put, if you on your letter, you put two postage stamps and write your name over it, your proper name with the punctuation in yeah. red, it somehow opts you out of some having to pay for postage or something. Yeah. Two postage stamps. Yeah. I don't know what the, the deal with the post office was, <laughs> but they're obviously. Also that anything. implies that everyone that works in the post office is across this cooked scheme. Well, you'd think so. Sorry, I was saying, yeah, they definitely are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're in positions of power. Can I tell you about one guy I found, uh, username Barmone on, yep. on YouTube. And he does a lot of, there's a, a lot of free word association comes up in this. Yeah, I think yes. I've seen a couple of these. Um, so he's like the word current, uh, f- the river flows out to the sea, current flow, sea, currency means money, money flows, currency. Uh, and then he went on to corpse and corporation. Yeah. They sound similar. Uh, I stopped there. But I was slightly distracted because he, he had a video that he'd made also. <laughs> it was titled, and this is exactly the title, Me Sun Gazing for 25 Minutes. See the evidence. Don't attempt till you learn how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and the thumbnail was just like clearly him staring at the sun. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Did you see the word association guy that was all about the word word? Maybe. I did find another word association guy, Illuminati Congo. No, he was, uh, word, world. Word, world, whirl. Yep. The galaxy is a spiral. Mm-hmm. Yep. Word also close to wood. Yep. And the Greek word for wood is something logos. 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 Yep. Logos, which is also means. Lodge. Lodge. Yep. Like the Mason's Lodge. Yep. yep. The only place the magic words are allowed to be said inside yep. the Mason's Lodge. The word of God Something or other. <laughs> Jesus was a carpenter. Wood. Who Carpet. split wood. Full circle back to the world. The carpenter's really splitting wood. They need to put a bit of wood in half. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> One bit of wood you need two. Yeah. What do you do? You yeah. split it. Um, that guy also said that spell and spell are the same. Yeah. Yep. Um, also that grammar is part of like tetragrammatron, like the true name of God. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Jeez. What was that word? I think it's Tetragrammatron. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a or, like a shitty metal band from the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's what you've got to say instead of, and I'm going to say it, Yahweh. Yahweh. Yeah, I just said it. Tetragrammatron. So it's kind of like um, Macbeth. Yeah. I mean, sorry, the Scottish play. Yeah. Yeah, cheers, dude. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, there was a comment on the, the YouTube, YouTube video of Illuminati Congo. 
That's not what you're about to do there, Cam. You're about to say, oh, can we get another host for the podcast? Yeah, I was. One who doesn't bloody doom our production of Macbeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> a comment on the video, the, the one with the wood. Yeah. Uh, if you reverse the alphabet and then to make Y equal Z equal A and then you spell wizard, it spells wizard backwards. Or something. Yep, bang on. Yep. I, I looked it up and, yeah, it's true. I still didn't really get what it was supposed to mean, well, but it's a thing. If Would not just every word be spelt backwards? No. I, <laughs> fuck, I didn't really understand what they are trying to say. Like, <laughs> if you reverse all the letters, is everything spelled backwards? I, I, think, I think by this point <laughs> – no, no, so if <laughs> – there, there was like a cipher for this. I don't know. Right. By this point, like I fucking hate grammar. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh, man, I, I'm out. Yeah. Another guy I watched was glad that he was dyslexic so that he wasn't caught up in all this bullshit. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was like, like a he was French dude or something. baked. He was a yeah. French dude with dreadlocks and he's just stoned <laughs> as shit. He's just like, you know, if I, I don't use words right and that's cool. Yeah. And like the spelling and the title of the thing was wrong. And he's just like, yeah, it's cool because I'm dyslexic and yeah. keeps me free. Jarman. He was doing like word association stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. And these people don't realise that we can just trace where the words come from. Yeah. And they're like, one of them, I can't remember who it was, who's saying, you know, if if you critically think you can look into this and it's the people that are willing to look into this that really get it. But like if you just look into it, you find out that these two words that he's associating just come from different places and mm. or so they want you to think, I imagine. I wish I could remember there was another one that was about something in commerce. I can't remember, think mm. of what the word was that he broke down into something commerce. Comet sounds like commerce. No, nah, it was two I words in this. Comet pizza. Comet pizza. Commerce. Commerce. Makes the world goes round. World. Yeah. World. Pizza's around. Pizza's around. Do we have any do we have anything else on grammar? Um oh there was just one other it was one other guy I came across who seems to be the the kind of the grammar guy. Yeah. Uh quantum grammar syntax guy that that is, you know the king of it. Yeah. He had like an eight hour YouTube vid. Yeah. This is th- this David Wynn. Oh, is that the same guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I skipped through that. The last, I thought, well, let's go to the last hour and see like if he's flagging or if he's still going strong. He didn't appear to take any breaks. Yeah. Uh, but the sound was out for the last hour. Mm. <laughs> like you put that much fucking work into a YouTube video. <laughs> the sound cuts at the end. You'd be pretty pissed off. Yeah. And also that's so much time. Yeah. Eight hours, yeah. nine hours. Long, long speech. Well, I watched the start of one of his like seminars and like the first 15 minutes was him listing all of this weird stuff that he claimed to have done. Right. That was all very strange, like all these jobs he'd had and things. He also had this whole story about how he died. Okay. And that like his heart had stopped and then they brought him back to life. I think that sort of somehow tied in with how he was not bound by the same because he was like, a dead man. This dead is, man's law. Yeah. yeah, dead man's law. Law doesn't apply to a dead guy. Well, as I said, we try and illuminate, you know, the people close to the seats of power and the weird things they believe. Yep. And I think we've done that by explaining how the waiting for a mate guy yep. doesn't believe that the laws of the <laughs> land apply to him yeah. because we're on a planet floating in space. Also staring at the sun guy. We've, we've got to the yeah. of that guy. But, yeah, I mean, no, it's like the sovereign citizen movement, which all these guys sort of belong to. Hmm. That's what it's called. That's really, really big in the sort of circles that are 
like we've got a sovereign citizen senator now in Australia. Oh, yeah. Uh, Malcolm Roberts from yeah. uh, One Nation. Also, the other One Nation senator that got kicked out in WA was apparently into it as well. But not. it's just that there wasn't a thing where he'd written a bunch of cooked letters that he'd put weird punctuation in his name <laughs> to people. <laughs> what I love about Malcolm Roberts is that now he's a senator. He's got to put his name properly on things. Oh, he's just, he's, they he us up. They finally got him. The only way they could get him was by making him a senator. That's a pretty clever way to do it. Yeah. So should we make all these people senators? Maybe. Yeah. Could be on to something. Shall we take a break? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Break, <laughs> B-R-A-K-E. Yeah, with no full stop. second thing we're going to talk about today is the people's princess bloody lovely lady die we should have come in singing that elton john song um someone saved my life tonight sugar bear you nearly had your hooks in me didn't you dear nearly had me roped and tied Ultra bound, hypnotized, sweet freedom whispered in my ear. You're a butterfly, and butterflies are free to fly. Fly away, bye bye. Oh, oh, did you mean candle in the wind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys remember where you were when Princess Diana died? Yes. yes. Ah. A lot of people do. Where were you, Salty? Uh, I was parked in a car park of a shopping centre in Wyala. Nice. <laughs> Doing some bongs. Just with my radio on. <laughs> yeah, right. Whoa. She's dead. I was parked in the car park behind my school. I'd just gone to after school science club. Doing some bongs. <laughs> Doing some bongs. <laughs> just fucking Bunsen burners. No flame, just sucking that gas up. <laughs> <laughs> Turned on the radio, the People's Princess was gone. Do you remember where you were? Uh, yeah, I was on the couch. I'd been out that morning, I can't remember what I was up Smash to. Smashing bongs. <laughs> Smashing bongs. <laughs> you were knee deep in fish guts. Um, watching Howard the Duck. Yep. Uh, and they cut in. No, it was a little like ticker tape on the bottom. Ah. Tick, 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 tick. And my mum was sewing on the sewing machine. Oh, no. Fuck, was I in the 50s or something? Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, hey, mum, Princess Diana died. And she's like, huh. And then I was disappointed because they interrupted Hell of the Duck afterwards and I wanted to keep watching. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that movie ends. Yeah, I can't remember either. What time was it in New Zealand? I like guess it was afternoon, like yeah. 12-ish. Mm. Why weren't you at school? Uh, it was a weekend, I think. No. Then why was I at school? That's a good question. What if all of us are misremembering? Oh, that look, that is entirely possible. I think I had finished school by then. Oh, when guy. Princess Di oh, died, too- you know, it was 20 years ago, right? Don't make me feel old, Cam. <laughs> but Luke's not that old. Uh, 97. Yeah, 20 years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was my first year of uni. What was it? How many 30, years of uni 31st of August, 1997. Yeah. How many years of uni have I done, you saying? You're not like 40 years old, though. No, wait, I never said I was. What is happening here? (laughs) (laughs) You would have been in school. 
No, I think it was a weekend. Doesn't make any sense. It co- oh, maybe it was school holidays, which explains why there was a kids movie on the day. Yeah. How's the duck not really a kids movie? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is not pertinent to the conspiracy. Sunday. Oh, but it would be Monday in New Zealand. What time did she die? Midnight. Ah. The witching hour. That's when they killed her because it was like a ritualistic thing. Okay, so 12 hours. We're ahead of ourselves here. To 12 hours later, <laughs> it would have been 12 o'clock in New Zealand. Right. Which is when the midday movies are on. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. Sunday. That's why I wasn't at school. Why were you at school, you nerd? It must have been a little bit like, of extracurricular nerd stuff. It must have been a fo- I thought it was just after school. It must have been a weekend science club. What thing. a nerd. <laughs> oh, that's no. No, all right. Fair enough. I'll you, put my hand up. That's cooked. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the episode should be about. You could have said, I was in detention because I'm a bad boy. Yeah. yeah. I was smashing bongs yeah. on the oval. Yeah. I do remember learning a lot of lessons about how different sort of people at school all have the same problems. So it's like you think that like the the beautiful girl has got it all easy, but it's not true. The bully, he's got his own issues. Yep. What does this have to do with? Yeah. Princess <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to reorient my brand from being in Science Club to being in Breakfast Club. All right. <laughs> uh, were you really in Science Club? But then, if I learn a lesson about the bully, that makes me either the jock, which obviously not, which mm. means I'm the nerd virgin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're at science camp on the weekend. <laughs> Can we move on to how Princess Diana was killed in a satanic ritual, please? <laughs> yeah, let's lighten the mood. Yeah. So the, the story is she was being hounded through Paris by paparazzi in her car. In, she was being driven in a car with her boyfriend. Was that Dodie Al-Fayed? Dodie. Yes. Yeah. The dad's, yep. That's, yeah. So her and him were in the car with the driver cruising through Paris, being chased by paparazzi on motorbikes and cars and everything like that. They go into a tunnel in a massive wreck, car wrecks, Princess Diana dies. That's the that's the official line. Yeah. The theories are, there's lots of them. Are there any theories <laughs> about why, like how it happened? Uh, they reckon there was um, a, something about the government had some sort of technology they could use to blind drivers. Right. And there was apparently- Like a, like a, a light. Yeah. There was apparently like a really bright flash right before they crashed. They were being chased by a lot of people with cameras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, a, in an enclosed- In a tunnel, enclosed tunnel. Yeah, yeah. So there was a bright flash before they crashed and then he slammed into like the pylon in the middle of the, the bridge. Also, could I suggest that like the technology to make someone crash a car does not require that much complication? What, rigging up some sort of complex, some sort of strobe light in a random tunnel in the hope that she goes through there. Yeah, you well, can just cut the brakes. In the whole Vault Seven thing the other week, yeah, there was a mention of all well, the CIA probably hacked that car, yeah, and made it crash. They probably did it, which well predates really. There was yeah. not yeah. cars didn't have the internet in them. No, I didn't have the internet at home. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know. Why? Yeah. Okay. So the first, that's, that's kind of the first yeah. problem that I have with this whole thing. And the, the common thread again, I guess about all of this is that she was killed. Yeah. Not that it was a tragic accident that she was killed. So no one, did you guys come across anything saying that she's still alive? No, no. Mm, okay. Did you? No, not at all. I literally did no work on this one. No, she's not Elvis. She is. No worries. Um, like- but yeah, she was, she was knocked off by the Royal family, by the Windsors. 
Um, famous lizard people. Famous lizard people. And the theories are a few. One of the the ones I came across was that she, early on in her marriage to Prince Charles, she was taken into a room with Prince Charles, the Queen Mother, Prince Philip, her dad, and some other woman whose name escapes me. She was drugged and then the Queen Mother and Philip shapeshifted into their reptilian forms and said to her, listen up, you're only here to produce heirs. Okay. Nothing else. Camilla. Oh, Camilla was there as well. Camilla is Charles's true consort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're here to do to be the pretty face, give us heirs. And if you say anything, you're fucking gone. If Our eyes you, and ears are everywhere. If you don't want her to say anything, I'd recommend you just don't reveal exactly what you're up to. Yeah. That would yeah. be yeah. They could have done that. But oh, you know, when you're around the house and you're like, oh, Queen Mum, what's that tail hanging out from under your blouse? <laughs> but it's like, oop, you're in a share house. Yep. It's the Queen Mum, the Queen, Princess <laughs> yep. Di. And the Queen Mum's like, oh, I just want to nip to the toilet for a second. It's like in a share house, the equivalent would be like, oh, do I need to put all my clothes on or can I just run out? Yeah. yeah. And in this case, it's like, oh, do I really have to shapeshift back into my human form? Yeah, ugh. Also, if, if one of them gets spooked, they might shed their tail. Yeah. And you don't want her finding a random tail rolling around the house. And the whole point of having her there to produce heirs is because the lizard people have to, they mix their DNA with humans, which helps them keep their more human side of their. Which is contrary to the other theories about the Nephilim who want to have transgendered people. So Mm. we don't. So we don't. Mm. The lizard people need to have some human DNA in there thing just to keep otherwise they start looking too lizardy yeah yeah and it had gotten to a point where there was like no new heirs coming along no one was having babies in the royal family mm. they were probably getting a bit scaly mm. the neutrogena just wasn't doing it anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> this podcast brought to you by neutrogena <laughs> <laughs> they had to i was noticing your skin's very supple today oh yeah thank you <laughs> um i just interbreeded my lizard dna with some humans <laughs> Um, but Interesting. They they apparently like to keep the breeding that they do with humans to blonde-haired, blue-eyed, somewhat, can I say in inverted, inverted commas, pure white. Okay, yeah. In mas- the, in the master words. race yeah. people. In your words. Unlike, not, not unlike someone else. Mm-hmm. We don't have to say any names, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. They like to mix their, right, their lizard DNA with pure white, Aryan, (laughs) human DNA, so that they can keep fooling us. And it got to the point where Diana was like, fuck all this, I'm blowing the lid off this lizard thing. I've had two fucking creepy little kids. Yeah. Yeah. One of them is clearly not Charles's. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we won't mention that. (laughs) So obviously not. (laughs) But um, (laughs) this is all according to David Icke or David Icke, whatever Um, pronunciation we're going to land on. Yeah. he. Part of this was his thing. Part of this was it, – it, it comes – it all apparently comes from one chick. Yeah. Who was like Diana's mate for yes. a few years. So David Icke had this chapter in one of his books all about this and it was his interview with like this confidant of Diana. So in it, it's got all of that stuff but it's also got like all of this stuff about how like the queen – all of the royals are the same – have always been the same people. Hmm. Like the queen mum was also Queen Victoria – Okay. They just change the human face. 
but it's the same being the whole time. If you could change your human face, mm. I feel like you'd choose someone more attractive than the royal family. It might be a bit sus though if we um, if at the royal family we just fucking all these. Why did you just say we just then? <laughs> I don't even know. What did I say? No, it'd be sus if we, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be, it'd be a bit sus if the royal family, like after decades of obvious inbreeding, yeah. were like, mm, we're very attractive humans, aren't we? Yeah. Look at us, the perfect specimen of humanity up here ruling everything. Even them saying that would be suspicious. Yeah, yeah that'd be a weird thing to say. <laughs> um, okay, so Diana was going to expose... Them. There was a there's a well quote, after her divorce. Yeah, by the way, there's a quote that goes around that she, apparently she had told people she was going to say like reveal something about the royal family that would shake people to their core. Mm. Have you seen this quote? I'm not sure. I couldn't find any source for it. Right. Okay. And I feel like her, like if you know someone really well and you're involved in their family really well, finding out a little family secret that we shake to the core like would just be pretty tiny in the greater scheme of things. Mm. Like, you know, I don't know, one of them had a secret marriage at some point. Yeah. Would yeah. be enough to shake them to the core, not the fact they're lizard people. That would shake everyone to the core. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the Windsors, bloody love them. It's a few Nazis hanging around the old yeah. family tree. Like there's pro- there were probably a few secrets that, wasn't, could be, that could be shared. Yeah. Wasn't Prince Phil- all of Prince Philip's sisters married to like SS officers or something like that? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of German, German marriage going yeah, on. Yeah. Um, it could have just been the World Wildlife Fund stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She could have been about to blow the lid on the murdering poachers. So the, the queen, the queen's grandmother, apparently according to David Icke, direct descendant of the sister of Vlad Dracul. Okay. Dracula. Dracula. All right. You're across that one? I'm across Dracula, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of, I have heard of the Dracula. Yeah, apparently Diana was across this, that yeah. her fam- the Queen's family had direct descendant ties to Dracula. She'd studied genealogy. Obviously. So. There was a Arizona Wilder, was a chick who I think spoke to maybe David Icke as well, who was a victim of mind control and used to do all these sorts of rituals with Diana. Okay. They did sacrifices and all this kind of stuff. These people are rubbish. Like they tell everyone their secrets. Yeah. Give away the drugs first, then tell the secrets. Mm. And then like mind control someone only enough like for a couple of weeks and they bugger off and tell David Icke. Yep. You can't, you know, don't go near David Icke. Yeah. With the, if you've got secrets, he's going to get them <laughs> out of you. Um, but, the, you know, there was, they were talking about how, he was talking about how they mind control the children of all the aristocratic families. Okay. Just give them like... I guess, I guess the best way to mind control a child of an arist... How do you say that word? Aristocrat. It's like aristocrat, but with an R. Yeah. Aristocrat. Oh, yeah, I get that. Is just like give them a shitload of money yeah. and a comfortable lifestyle and never have need to do anything in their lives. So the the whole... It got really deep into Illuminati and ancient goddess worship. Um, Diana was symbolically sort of linked to Diana, the moon goddess. Okay who had a moon-shaped crown, like what Diana's also pictured a lot with. Um, there was, uh, where did I write it down? So the goddess Diana is also the goddess Semir- Semiramis. Semiramis. Okay. Who is apparently who the Statue of Liberty actually is representing. Really? Got a crown. Uh, the Merovinians yeah. worshipped her, which are the people that like eventually became to know known as the French people. <laughs>
Um, <laughs> so there was all these underground ceremonial chambers across Paris that were dug that they used to like do sacrifices to this goddess Diana, the moon goddess. Yeah. Now, one of them happens to be right under a tunnel in Paris called Pont, de, Pont Dalma Tunnel, which is the tunnel that Diana was killed in. Yeah, right. And that Pont Dharma translates to passage or bridge of the moon goddess. So this is where they triangulated her death because it was a ritual to this ancient moon goddess. She was a sacrifice by the Illuminati and everyone. Why her? Because she'd just kind of been associated with her. Yeah, because she was seen as like, and there's talk that she from birth, she was destined to die in this tunnel on that day at the witching hour after 12 o'clock. Now. Here we go. <laughs> now. Here we go. Here's where it gets interesting. So they're, they're saying like, so she was in the in the car crash and like the, there's all this people talking about how like she was alive. The car crashed and she was still alive in the back seat of the car. And the ambulances came and everything like that. But some mysterious doctor came. But she was in the tunnel for like an hour and a half where she had like massive internal bleeding and she should have been whisked straight out of there. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a doctor on the scene within one minute. Yeah. So there was, they kept her in this tunnel when she needed medical emergencies for like over an hour and a half. And the theory is that well, that was so that she would be there at midnight when the ritual had to take place. Ah. I think they crashed after midnight though. Did they? I think so. I guess it depends. I think they crashed at like 1225 <laughs> and then like an emergency doctor happened to be passing at like 1226. Well, I, I, I guess it depends what. But isn't the witching hour like one o'clock? 12 to one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So okay. anyway, the theory is that they, they kept her down there so that she would die at a certain time yeah. because that's what had to happen for the ritual. Now, Goddess Diana was worshipped on islands, mm-hmm. on lakes, in groves of trees. And Diana wanted to be buried in a small church mm-hmm. up near where her dad is. But her family was like, no, we're going to bury her on our grounds on an island <gasps> on this lake in a grove of trees. Oh. And did they? Yeah. Yes. She's buried, trees. she's buried in a little grove of trees on an island on a lake. Food for bloody thought. It is. And what are they getting out of this? Oh, here we go. Was this part of the ritual, mate? Okay. All of these stupid questions. <laughs> yeah. My The theory I've got to bring to the table is fucking shit compared to that. <laughs> <coughs> 12.23 a.m. is when, when she entered the tunnel. So a few years ago, an ex-MI5 agent called Annie Machon came forward and did like a little speech where she revealed why Princess Di had to go. Right. And the reason was because she was about to like say that like the Palestinian people were having a rough time of it or something. Mm-hmm. She was about to declare her support for them. Simply couldn't happen. Okay. Now, Annie Machon has a little bit of... Uh, sort of has a bit of credibility because she was in MI5. She and her partner were both in MI5 and they both sort of left and sort of Snowden-esque figures, but not really. They went on the run for a bit. Mm. She like blew the whistle on like some tiny little thing at the time. He got in a bit of trouble because he came out and he was basically saying, that uh, MI5 was, like, too obsessed with socialists. Mm. They're like, you can't reveal that secret that the security forces (laughs) are paranoid about socialists 
It's like, all right. Um, she went a little bit off the rails, a little bit down the track. She started like talking about how 9-11 was done by missiles. Okay. He, her partner, who was also an MI5, uh, his name I think is David Shaler. He went fully off the rails. He started talking about how he was Jesus. Um, I guess similar to what David Icke did, right? Exactly. <laughs> but what I thought was interesting about uh, this guy, uh, he joined MI5 in 1991 mm. after responding to a job ad in the newspaper. The job ad was entitled Godot Isn't Coming, a reference to the play Waiting for Godot. Uh, the ad asked if applicants had an interest in current affairs, had common sense and, abil- and an ability to write, Believing the job was media related, Shayla replied, now if you read that ad yes. and you thought it was media related, you shouldn't have a job at MI5. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you take out the Godo part, it's well, not far from jobs that I've applied for in the past. Why would a newspaper advertise a job like that though? For MI5 or, or the media thing? Why would a real newspaper be like, come work in our newspaper, we're not going to say what the job is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to have a, some weird reference. So what? But even putting an ad with like a weird reference in it seems like a recipe for getting unstable characters to apply. I feel like I've heard the Waiting for Godot reference about MI5 ads in the past. It's probably related to this. But what's the significance of that? Who knows? Someone does. Nothing even – well, there's nothing about spies in the play. Oh, okay. It's just two blokes bloody waiting for another bloke. Yeah. Anyway. Is the, is the other bloke God who's their mate and they're Aussies and it's like, Godo. <laughs> Here he is. Robbo. We'll have to do Smithy. A- <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible like Cracker Jack style yeah. parody of that. <laughs> Mick Malloy's going to be in it. Yeah. Bob Franklin will have a role. Oh, uh, yeah. You play like a quirky old man that comes yeah. past. So apparently she was about to declare a support for Palestine and – that was all going to – that couldn't happen. But the other thing that she revealed in her little speech was that uh, Muhammad al-Fayed had approached her. This is after uh, Diana and Dodie had died. And he said, I've been offered these documents which are all about the real reason that she was killed and they want me to pay for them and I want you to check them out to make sure they're all, you know, on board. You know, they're halal. Uh, I was going to say kosher, mm. but he's a Muslim bloke. Mm. So he'd he would say halal. Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't say that. He'd be like, I want you to, I want you to check out these documents so they're all right. Yeah. And it's like, well, why have they given you the documents? Like, why do you have to pay for them then if you've already got them? Maybe there were more documents. The point is. Yeah, you get like five documents for free. You get hooked on documents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they just, one's going to cost you. Problem was with her keen... MI5 trained eye, yeah. you and I might look at, it, at these documents yeah. and be like, oh, yeah, these are official spy docs. But a trained MI5 eye would be like, no, these are clever forgeries. Mm. They've got little things that aren't quite right. And he'd been given the documents by a guy called Oswald LeWinter, mm-hmm. who is also a former MI5 agent, so why was he fucking it up? Yeah. But he was one of the key guys in the October Surprise, apparently. Which is the conspiracy, the apparent conspiracy to not resolve the Iran hostage crisis until mm. after the U.S. election that year, 
because it would have given a bump to Reagan's opponent. Ah, we may talk about that in another episode. Teaser. So do we have any more on Princess Di? No. Salty? No. It, it all ties to lizards. Lizards yeah, yeah. and she knew too much and she had to go. She was about to blow the whistle on Earth being a massive bloody loosh farm. Yeah. There's she probably a lot of bits and pieces I imagine around like yeah. the timeline. But again, there it, someone it's, who, some guy who had a letter from her saying, I think they're going to do something to my car. But I, I didn't really look at that. That looked too obvious. It's probably one of those ones if it happened now – there would be a ton more theories. Well, if it happened now, people would say it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So speaking of things that are happening now, yeah. tell me about this loosh farm you got speaking going on, Speaking of loosh farms, oh, man. I got onto loosh on the weekend and I was like, we need to do a 10-hour episode just about all the different reptilians. So this is this is actually one of the things that you was- You said earlier off mic eight hours and you bumped up to ten. I'm not sure what commitment I'm willing to make. It's now. getting longer and longer. Okay. So one of the part of this David Icke thing is that she was part of what she was going to blow the whistle on is that the reptilians are stealing our energy, mm-hmm. our life energy, or loosh as mm-hmm. it's known. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that we should be talking about loosh today because on the weekend there was a pizza gate rally in Washington, Mm D.C., and one of the signs that uh, someone was displaying was uh, alerting us to the fact that Earth is a loosh farm. So that dude, Pizza Gateman, with his pizza uh, pizza box, is the guy with the pizza box? It was a pizza box. He's red pill, Which is a really great sign implement. Because you can can have multiple. You can put a sign on one side of the pizza box closed, on the other side of the pizza box closed, you're like, oh, well, you've got no more truths to drop on me. And then you put your dick in the middle. <laughs> you open it up. No, you open it up and it's got Earth as a bloody loosh farm on the inside. I thought it was all about pizza. You've been red-pilled yeah. not only to Pizzagate but to the loosh farm. Well, the interesting thing about the Pizzagate uh, rally on the weekend, well, I think this took a lot of people by surprise but maybe not us as much, is that it seemed like the Pizzagate conspiracy – was the least crazy thing that a lot of Pizzagate people believed in. What other things other than loose farms? All there? of the other shit, the Illuminati, <laughs> the Satanists, everything. I saw a whole family wearing pizza T-shirts. Yeah. We've, we talked about this in our first episode where we talked about Pizzagate. So the pizza code thing yeah. came from 4chan. And yeah. like we said in that episode, they weren't being serious. No. They think it's funny that people who care bought into it. Yeah. But the people who are buying into it are people who were already had some pretty wild ideas. You're not buying it into it if you're, I guess, thinking rationally. Well, even at, like even Alex Jones, who's more trying to be more and more a mainstream media figure, even as he abhors the mainstream, mm-hmm. he doesn't mention it every episode. But it's that thing where they don't need to mention, like the regular people that watch this stuff know. All these, all the people they're talking about are Satanists. They're part of a satanic, a worldwide satanic cult. So you don't need to mention it every time because it'll just get repetitive. Yeah. But it's underpinning everything. Yeah. Is that there's this huge conspiracy behind it all? What's his name? Alex Jones denounced yeah. Pizzagate. Yes. Yeah, so he, it seems like he's gotten into a little bit of legal trouble. I saw that uh, apparently, like James Elefontis, the owner of Comet Ping Pong Pizza has had to spend like tens of thousands of dollars on security 
and stuff. Mm. I think especially after a guy walked into his restaurant with a weapon and sort of firing it. Yeah. Sort of firing into the walls trying to open up the secret doorways or whatever. He spent upwards of $70,000 on security and all this stuff. Mm. I think. He was on 60 Minutes in the United States talking about it. James Oliphantus? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they did do a piece on it because they also had a featured uh, prominent pizza gator David Seaman on it, I think. Yep. <laughs> Come on, Salty. <laughs> no, he's right to laugh. So. Come on. Alex Jones <laughs> released this statement where he was like, look, uh, we got caught up in all of this Pizzagate stuff and we want to retract like everything about James Oliphantus. Then. After he was sort of really pilloried, mm-hmm. he, he got sort of made fun of in the mainstream yeah. for like backing down on this. And it's like, oh, the moment like you're in a l- bit of legal trouble, yeah, it's like you just put your tail between your legs. And yeah. in the fringes, people are like, oh, Alex Jones, you shill. Like, how could you? But there were also, I think this is what would have really rumbled his pumpkins. There were people like, well, Alex Jones is just like sort of a gateway yeah. to the real truth. Yeah. He's just like for YouTube views and stuff. So it doesn't really matter that he's turned around on this because he's not the real truth. I think that would have really rustled his feathers. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that was most remarkable about the Pizzagate protest, mm. not that they, they had enough people there to make it look not sad. Yeah. Just. Just, just. like you look at it and think, you're like, oh, this is going to be sad. If the Loosh guy hadn't come, it yeah, would have been yeah. so uh-huh. much sadder. Loosh guy and pizza family, t- pizza t-shirt family, disaster. Mm. They were just enough. Five more people and it, all right, I can't make fun of the numbers. Um, where the fuck was I going with that? The Oh, yeah, so the, all the signs at the protest, yeah. they were just saying like the same shit that's from the emails, the same garbage code word thing. Yeah. Out of context, they look even more ridiculous yeah. on a sign. Like what? Do you, where do you keep your pizza stained mat handkerchief? Yeah. What? What is what this you, evidence of? Why are you saying this to me? What I thought was good about uh, the Pizzagate protest, Pizzagate protest wraps up, where do they all go for a bite to eat? McDonald's? Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Do they? Yeah, no, David Seaman and a bunch of the other like prominent Pizzagate people went and had a meal at Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Okay. And some of them are like Instagramming it like, oh, the food's so bland here. It's right. like, but you can't give money to the Satanist pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> the One of the things uh, I've been re- reading about it a bit more again this week and people are also hung up on the fact that he's top 50 most powerful people in in Washington. James Elefontis. Yeah. But it's you, not related to his pizza restaurant. Yeah, it's also a GQ magazine. Mm. And it's just because he owns like, well, I think it is related to his restaurant, but he has like a few restaurants. Yeah. And there are like party planners also on the list. Yeah. But like that gets so misrepresented as why would he be one of the most powerful people in Washington? Mm. Yeah, if you GQ magazine writing a puff piece. Yeah, was the president on the list? Because if not, then maybe they're operating off a different metric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other thing about Pizzagate is they haven't really moved. They're just treading water. It's just this fucking constant stream of the same shit. Yeah, and over then, and over again. Yeah, and so like if you look at the vote.co, which is the, the 
Nazi Reddit. Yeah, V O I T. <laughs> yep. And Reddit uh, conspiracy. It's, hey, let's all remember the email about the dominoes. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we didn't look at that because it's stupid. So, but then with Alex Jones, the other thing that happened is that almost immediately after he denounced Pizzagate, he was like, look, I'm not denouncing Pizzagate. I'm just saying that James Oliphantus is not behind it all, but all of those emails are still relevant. Yeah. There's still a like a Democratic Party conspiracy to have some sort of globalist child trafficking scheme. Well, definitely. Hillary Clinton's still in on it. Yeah. Bill Clinton's in on it. Yeah. It's all partly through their connections to the billionaire pedophile whose name escapes me. Epstein. Yeah, Epstein, who also has fairly strong connections to Donald Trump, but yep. he doesn't really uh, focus on that. No. And, yeah, it's every, everything about Pizzagate still on board with except for James Elephantus. James Elephantus and the, do, like the, do, guy, the guy that's going to sue him. Do you think maybe he, he went along and had some sneaky pizza or someone bought some pizza home with them from the rally and yeah. he's like, oh, this pizza's pretty good. I want, so it, bad. I want to get some more of this pizza into me. But, but by that, do you mean food or ch- children? Just food. So I did. You see- never can tell these days. <laughs> I saw on Reddit someone being like, "Yep, Alex Jones is right. It's not about the pizza." Because some people are like, "Look, obviously the code's stupid. It was made up." Yeah. They're like, but the there's still stuff in the emails that's proof. Yeah. And so one of the things is like, it's not about the pizza. It's about the hot dogs. Yeah. So there was some Democrat fundraiser where I think they spent $65,000 shipping hot dogs from Chicago. Yep, that's correct. And it's like, well, why would you spend $65,000 on shipping hot dogs from Chicago? And it's like, well, how many hot dogs did they get shipped? Hmm. They got them shipped from on a plane mm-hmm. and they're probably fancy hot dogs. Yeah. And also like, I imagine if I was a hot dogman and – Barry Obama calls me up and he yeah. says, "Hey, I want some hot dogs." Yeah, from my hometown, Chicago. Yeah, give me, give me your finest. Yeah, you'd be like, "I reckon I can make a couple extra bucks on this transaction." Yeah, and then the courier company, you ring them up and they say, "Hey, we need to get these bloody hot dogs shipped." Yeah, I reckon. So by the time Are it they gets shipping there, them cooked, uh, maybe they shipped out the actual cooks. Yeah, to cook them. But maybe the, they were like. You know, I want hot dogs at this thing and I want it to be just like when I'm seeing the bloody Cubbies. Yeah. I want like it to cubbies. be the ones they have at the stadium when I go watch the Cubbies. Yeah. So they had to get those ones brought out. Oh, cubby Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. But the other Cubs th- of Chicago, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. But <laughs> the other thing about the hot dogs is, all right, whatever, it's probably too much money to spend on these hot dogs. Yeah. You could probably get a decent hot dog in Washington. Fucking get James Elephantus in. Yeah. You could probably get a hot dog in Washington for less than $65,000. Yeah. Look, maybe I'm, I imagine it was for a few people. Yeah. It wasn't just a private function. No. It's a fully catered thing with Chicago hot dogs. Let's say that probably they did spend too much money on it. Whatever. It's their money to spend. I'll tell you this, though. I can't imagine that trafficking children. Yeah. You're going to get much value. Like, you're going to get many children for $65,000 given that you've got to pay all of these people to keep quiet about these children that you're yeah, that's true. sending from Chicago to Washington, D.C. and all of the just paying for the children themselves, that seems a little low. What if you 
are doing it on the rig and you've got a pretty good deal, maybe you've got a couple of freebies on, on your, your little loyalty card. You've got a good dealer. Yeah. And so like, oh, look, Barry, we've got a, you know, you're a regular customer, we'll give you the special rate. Wink. Don't tell anyone. Wink. It's like, no. I feel like I'm the robo now. I'm like, that doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. How does this work? And also if you run. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm the idiot now, not Luke. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, it's, yeah. If you run this whole scheme, let's yeah. say, let's say you're Barry Obama getting some children shipped out to Washington DC for your satanic ritual. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. You don't need to hide the money that you're spending on that in your catering bill. You can just do it on the sly with secret bank accounts. Yeah, there's probably <laughs> if that's the only example they've found, you like it's one invoice. The purchase doesn't need to be justified. You don't need to hide that in the books. Whip it out of your bloody 1001 Club money. Yeah, get that 1001 Club money going. It doesn't need to come out of the legitimate books. Yeah, you're yeah. doing super illegal crimes. Yeah, you keep – for all the, the financial nows, the, the George Webb. What's George Webb up to these days? He's that YouTube guy that was con- just – he'd film his screen and connect so many random dots. It was just insane. And, like, his – Theory is that everything's connected by these shady deals. Like every every deal means actually four other deals going on. Yeah. So these people are very good at hiding money and very things, except for this one instance. Yeah. Where they just blatantly. Speaking of making a lot of stupid connections, and our, lunatics filming their screen. <laughs> our friend PK also discussed in episode one. Uh, he's not been back on his bullshit. He has been having some computer troubles. Oh, oh has he? I haven't been following old peekers. He uh, couldn't do some videos for a few days. He got a new printer. <laughs> a new printer, yeah. Oh. <laughs> How does that mean that he can't do a video? He got a new printer, but it doesn't work with his computer. So he had to upgrade from Windows XP to Windows 7. Okay. And now all his, he's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's gotten to it, but my computer's running really slow. My computer from like 15 years ago is running really slow with Windows 7. Don't know what the go is. It could be a while before I can get out some really good Westminster Bridge videos. Yeah. Well, the oh. last PCs that were released that run XP were like are at least seven years old. He's <laughs> like he's running some old hardware. So what's happening? So he's not when, – when's he back? Well, he's kind of back, but he's taking him a while to export videos. They're rendering – they're taking a long time to render. Yeah, because all, all of the RAM that was going into Adobe Premiere, well, well it's like Windows Movie Maker, Yeah, all that RAM is now being spent on Windows 7 <laughs> background. <laughs> we had the, the event in London where some crazy man's driven down the footpath, yeah. bowled over a bunch of people, killed some people. He's jumped out and stabbed, jumped out, stabbed, ran, the stabbed the cop, ran at the cops, they shot him. And he's dead. Yep. Radicalised. In jail. Muslim guy had been in jail and I remember seeing the video. I remember seeing it on the news and going, okay, PK in five, four, three. There it is. Yeah. Um, calling out the same bullshit. This is the same shit as in Melbourne. This is what a load of bullshit. Doing his same thing where he looks through, looks down the thing and goes, look at this actor on the ground. And a lot of really graphic photos come out of the London. Yeah. Thing. And was- so it's, oh fuck. Some of it was cooked. Also, he's not, 
taking any of the precautions he's been started taking with Melbourne. No, no. Where he puts bars over people because he's like, well, they can't get me for this. Yeah. Like so a lot of photos come out of people bleeding heavily. And yeah. with the people who died. With yeah. broken bones and things, he's like, well, arms don't go like that. Yeah. yeah Look at that fake bent leg. It's like nah, probably, a fa- probably a real broken leg that got hit by a car. Like, and that's what all of these nutbags are going. Look at that fake bent leg. No, it's probably not a fake bent leg. <laughs> it's probably a leg that's broken like eight places because the guy just got cleaned up by a car. Anyway, <laughs> you had to take a little PK break this week. Didn't I, you? I did. I had to. I had to self-impose a bit of a bloody hiatus from watching any PK videos because I was just getting too angry at them. A PK vacay. A PK vacay. But I come back into it and with this London thing. And you, what you found is a renewed vigor for old PK. Well, here's the thing, right? This is this is what fucking just does my ball sacking about these idiots, right? With the Mel the Melbourne thing, PK's like, no car ever went down Burke Street because we haven't seen any of the CCTV footage from Burke Street because none of it exists because the car never went down there. And we've discussed ad nauseum that no, we haven't seen that footage because it's footage of a lot of people dying, yeah, and a horrific event that the public doesn't really need to see. No one really needs to see that. It's going to be – it's being investigated. A yeah. guy's going to go to jail. We don't need to see all that kind of shit. Right? Well, there was a thing in the paper on the weekend, which is that every second of that car going down the street is recorded on CCTV. Is on CCTV, right. And the police are getting all fucking 200 hours or whatever it, and getting all 1,000 witnesses yeah. together for a trial that will probably happen next year because yeah. there are so many – there's so much evidence to collect mm. and – there was a little thing in the paper, like there was a guy in the age saying it was taking too long mm. to get it all together. There was surely enough evidence that they could just whip something up. But it's like there's, they're obviously under a lot of pressure not to fuck it up. Mm. Yeah. So the London thing happened, same thing. We never. London's got some of the biggest counts of CCTV cameras in the world. Yeah, it's the most surveilled city the most in the world. surveilled city in the world. A lot of people have come out and said, yeah, but they turned off the cameras around Westminster where this is because it was costing too much taxpayer money to run. Doesn't matter, right? Mm. We'll never see CTV footage of this event because it didn't happen, blah, 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 blah. Next minute, the BBC put out a video from CCTV from a, a little distance away, obviously from a building nearby, yep. of the bridge, and there's the car going along the side of it, and then you see where the woman falls off the bridge and splashing the water, the car goes across, and it's like, okay, They've released CCTV of that happening. You can see the car going. It's from quite far away. You can't see people getting hit. You can see the car. You can see the when the woman hits the water. Right? Yeah. So what now, PK? So what now, PK? Anyway, PK hadn't commented on it, but I come across this guy in London or England what filming his TV going back and forth on his bloody TiVo frame by frame. And he's just watching it going, all right, they've released this. Look at that. It's fucking CGI. Ha, <laughs> ha. Ah. Fucking lion cunts. I'm like, oh, how can, like. He's taking the PK franchise, he's franchising. I don't, uh, this is what I don't understand though. This never happened because we will never see CCTV footage from it. Here's the fucking CCTV footage. That's fake. Can you not understand the mindset of someone that's going to think it's all fake, then seeing it and still thinking it's fake? Like that's. 
It's yeah. Well, their mindset think, is fucking cooked. Yeah, they're just never going to believe it. But no why do they? Do. Why do they even pretend that that they are so like they're like oh we're so open minded? If we saw the footage, yeah, we'd know. Then we'd yeah. It's like well, if we see the CCTV footage of it, then fucking okay, fine, it happened. Here it is. Fucking no, nah, that's fake. It's like when you're in an argument with someone though, and they like prove you wrong, and you realize that you've lost the argument, mm. and you immediately like nah, fuck, how can I get out of this? And then you take a moment and realise I'm a rational human being and you yeah, know I, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah mm. you tip your king over. And then these people, obviously, they don't have that moment. No. And I'm just – so that made me even angrier because I'm like, with every fucking fibre of my being, I want this guy to be like, oh, shit, fuck, that actually did happen. Whoa, I was wrong this whole time. Yeah. Let's nip off happen. down the pub for a beer. Let's go down the bloody journeyman or whatever that pub's called in the city. And sit with Robbo and fucking Maka and talk shit like he does on his videos. I don't know oh, Young school. and Jackson's? Yeah. yeah the journey. I don't know. Uh, has PK done any more pub talk with PKs? Not that I've seen. No. Though, no. That, those would be like very resource intensive on the old lappy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, my whole thing is that I'm just fucking becoming so angry and so feeling so futile about this sort of semi-war, not a war, you know, we, we're on here talking about how cooked this guy is. Yeah. But he's, it, there's nothing that's ever going to make him have that moment where he goes, fuck, I'm cooked. Yeah. Well, one thing we saw this week was uh, so PK, PK and his army sort of got onto some 3AW yeah. video. They were like, they started trolling oh, like maybe. videos of uh, about the Melbourne car incident and like, oh, you fucking idiots, you think this is real, you sheep. But there's some random guy who's taken it upon himself to just like slam them all the time. Yeah. And he's putting out all these videos. And it's like, oh, this guy is what Salty would be if he didn't have this productive outlet yeah. of this podcast. And yeah, so I, I when I saw PK post that 3AW video and go, everyone jump on this, look at them. They're saying here's a video of the Burke Street massacre, but it's the footage from Swanson Street. So it's like, well, that's fucking semantics because- it's called the Burke Street thing because all the killing happened there. Yeah. He also drove down Swanson Street. Yeah, no one's saying he wasn't on Swanson Street. Yeah, but oh, you're fucking spreading false information. This is Swanson Street, not Burke Street. Other people couldn't understand panning and scanning and cropping of the CCTV footage. They're like, who panned the camera to follow him down that street? It's like nobody. They've cropped the footage so that <laughs> that bit stays in frame. The time code moves like this as like... <laughs> Who's controlling the camera watching him? Someone fucking from the shadow above people. And it's like, you guys are fucking idiots. Hey. <sighs> All right. I'm putting a cap on this. Yeah. One final thing before we go. Yeah. A little bit of housekeeping. I did forget to mention this last week. Yeah. And I probably came off looking quite cooked as a result. Yeah. The Tuesday World Conspiracy. What I forgot to mention is that apparently uh, Anton LaVey dedicated the Satanic Bible to it. <laughs> That's pretty... Uh, Checkmate <laughs> on Tuesday World being an Illuminati high priestess. If you have anything else to add about Tuesday World uh, and you're on the internet out there, where would they do that? Well, they can at us on Twitter at, at Hypothopod mm-hmm. or and me. Or you can do us on Facebook as well. Yeah, or on Facebook. Slash the Hypothetical Institute. Something like that. You search it on your little face-o. Yeah. At Saltmarsh on the Twitter. At Ale of a Time on the Twitter. And at Sexenheimer on the Twitter. 
can I just close off with a comment that someone left on the YouTube video about the Burke Street thing? <laughs> okay. This, this I thought just fucking summed everything up just beautifully. The person with the screen name Queenslander hey. posted, hoax, fucking hell, go see a doctor, you weirdo cockheads. Don't worry about a thing. Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 which Let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing. Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see them. Why don't you open your eyes?